What is good everybody and welcome to Between Frets, a space where female musicians meet and discuss all things music. I am Sean, Shawnee Sean Marshall, and yes, we're still quarantined in our own homes. Thank you, COVID-19. Ugh. But I hope everybody is at their homes, staying healthy and well, and practicing the stuff to prevent the crazy coronavirus. Um, big props to all the essential workers, such as the healthcare workers. Um, y'all risking your lives to make sure that we decrease these cases of the coronavirus. And even though it's still spreading, y'all still working hard to try to lower down those numbers. And we appreciate your work and services, even all the public safety, police officers, app, ambulance, risking y'all lives out there. Big props. Let's see. Um, today, uh, you know, typical day. But even though we can't leave the house, I'm still going to try to look good for it. <laughs> We've been doing a lot of things, um, trying to um, come up with some ideas during the quarantine and coming more ideas to be more active in our social media pages. So make sure you follow us on our social media on um, at Fret Sisters on Instagram and like our page in Fret Sisters and we'll probably give you some more updates and more posts that we can give, especially during the time of quarantine. Um, we have a couple videos that we posted on our personal pages. So we're gonna put those in our pages as well so y'all can take a look at it. Um, for me, I just recently post a little guitar cover of my idol, Tina Marie, for Chicky's Love, and, and already I've been getting like a bunch of shares and, and, and a big comments and response on this one. So I would definitely post that in page on, on our IGTV because it's also in my IGTV, and I will post that in there, and, and also our um, Facebook account so everybody can see. And also Jenny Jam did a video um, of Michael Jackson off the wall Rocking, work, working on her little, working her funk wrist because she is like very specialized in funk guitar. Like I love her techniques on that because I'm still working on my <laughs> techniques. <laughs> but make sure you also support us by um, checking out our merch store. We have t-shirts from our Fred Sister brand and also our podcast. Um, like t-shirts, we got blankets, we got socks, we got hoodies and jackets and bags. Um... Yeah, so make sure you check it out. Support us. Every little bit counts. Um, we, we do appreciate y'all listening and stuff like that. But make sure you check out all the other episodes here on our on our podcast. It's from season one to that. Can you catch up and stuff like that? And um, yeah, I'm just going to stop all the rambling up in here. And when we come back, I will be talking to multi-instrumentalist Abby Posner. Stay tuned. And we are back. Our guest today is a Cal Arts grad who composed music for com- commercials, television, films, and radio. She also scored three films while gigging and touring with her own band. She appeared in two es- episodes of Glee on season four, one of my favorite shows, playing banjo and guitar. She is best known for her ability to play nearly any instrument that she can lay her hands on. 
please welcome multi-instrumentalist Abby Posner. Hello, Abby. How are you? Hi there. Thanks for having well, me. Well, on behalf of the Fret Sisters, I'd like to thank you for joining in with us. And I know we are musicians and we are just stuck at home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got nothing else to do, but this is this is probably what I'd be doing anyway. So <laughs> so let's get right to this. Um, like, what is your earliest memory of music? Like, when did you first start falling in love with music or did you like just came from a musical family? Well, it's funny, I, I actually have a video of myself as like a young, young kid when I was about two, um, looking up at the camera my dad was filming and he was playing Bob Dylan on the stereo. And I, I looked up at him, I, you know, I could talk a little bit, like a l- little bit of this, a little bit of that, but I was really, really young and I just looked up at him and I went, Bob Dylan! <laughs> and, <laughs> and I feel like I, I can remember just really resonating with music because it was always on in the house and just feeling really comforted by it and feeling like it was a really familiar language. Um, and so that's my earliest memory. My parents are not musicians per se, but I would like to say that my dad is a huge music historian. He knows everything there is to know about like blues and soul and gospel and music from the South. And he really taught me a lot about just music appreciation. So that's good to have someone in the family that actually give you the story behind this type of music and why we we appreciate it and how some of those music back then infuses to the music today of course i mean it's where would we be without without gospel you know where we where would we be without soul and the blues i mean it would it would just be a very sad sad world <laughs> so you play both the guitar and the banjo which instrument did you start playing first so i started with piano um when i was about six uh and then i moved my way to guitar and drums and bass and a bunch of other you know a bunch of other instruments i think i learned banjo right in the middle of college in the early 2000s mm-hmm. and I've been playing guitar since I was about nine so it's I, I just have been very uh non-committal and polyamorous when it comes to instruments I've just wanted to like learn everything and when did you start beginning like singing um I started singing lessons around the same time I started taking piano mm-hmm. um I was maybe about five or six mm. So do you, do you have any like musical influences that got you to the style of music that you are playing now? That's a good question. Um, I really like a lot of different styles. I listen to almost everything. I'm not the biggest fan of, you know, pop country, alternative country, but I still appreciate it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'd say my biggest influences in terms of artists are probably uh, Andrew Bird, is one of my favorite songwriters of all time. Um, I would say uh, Shaky Graves and uh, The Tallest Man on Earth. A lot of the kind of indie new folk people. Chris Thiele is one of my idols. I just love him so much. Um, yeah, so I, I would say those are my main influences in terms of artists. I'm also really influenced by folk and bluegrass and you know, rock and punk and kind of the whole whole gamut. Oh, that's awesome. So can you guys tell us about your um, your first gig experience? Oh my gosh. 
wow, that was a long time ago. I have to dig into my into my mind. Um, let me see. My first gig was probably around the time that I was 14. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 36 now, so that was a while ago. <laughs> I remember playing, I, I'm from Colorado originally, and um, went to high school and middle school in Denver. And I remember playing at open mics when I was about 14 in Denver and playing at uh, Angie's Coffee Shop. That's my first memory is Angie's Coffee Shop, 1997. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a long, long time. (laughs) That's a long time. It doesn't even feel like the 90s existed at this point. It's so far away. like that's oldies music now you know it's like all the music of the 90s is like that's the oldies now yeah i miss those years <laughs> those were good years yeah. simple simple years corona free years yep <laughs> <laughs> so you just recently have a project called the return can you like tell us a little bit behind that project yeah, so this this is an exclusive Bandcamp release. I decided to be really intentional about this release and not um, put it out on all the streaming networks mm-hmm. for now. Um, just because Spotify and Apple Music, mostly Spotify, has been very, very, uh, what's the word? Just crappy to artists. They they have not been paying songwriters what they're worth and um, there's a big lawsuit going on right now between artists and Spotify and I just decided to go with a platform on you know online that was more artist friendly and Bandcamp is as well as CD Baby they're very artist friendly they still take a percentage of sales but it's not nearly as much as Spotify so um, the record is uh, just me on piano and singing kind of returning back to my first instrument Mm -hmm and uh, playing with a string trio behind me. The whole record is recorded live. Um, and the string trio is called Queer Tet. It's all queer people. Wow. Great, great yeah. support of the LGBT community. Yeah, I mean, it's th- those are my people. And I wanted to collaborate with queer people for a very long time. You know, most of my, most of my life I played with a lot of men and I love men and they're great musicians, but I thought, you know, this is such a record about returning back to myself returning back to parts of myself and my queerness is very much a part of who I am as an artist and um, I wanted to you know honor that mm. yeah probably once I get done with this interview I'm gonna hear one of your songs called cooking wine because it's kind of catching my attention right now cooking wine <laughs> yes so you know what that's actually the only song on the record that's a cover um, and it's a cover by one of my favorite punk bands that I used to listen to in high school called Alkaline Trio. And I just completely took the song, flipped it, um, made it, you know, not a punk song, but made it like kind of haunting. Um, it, like I said, every song on the record is kind of about an older, younger part of myself. So that's why I decided to cover that song. It's a beautiful song written by Matt Skiba. And you have a band called uh, The Myth. Um, how did y'all came up with that name yeah so it's it's abby and the myth and um i i've really been into uh i took a greek mythology class when i was younger Mm -hmm. um i'm I'm really into joseph campbell and power of myth and kind of you know I, i just love mythology and stories and i feel like that's that's just so deeply woven in folk music Mm -hmm. um you know metaphorical images about like these monsters that 
maybe you're all you know that we all have monsters within us i feel like greek with mythology is so much a part of our everyday without us even knowing um and so that's part of why i wanted to name it that but we're going to have this next question is going to be a fun question for us say um can you tell us a little bit about yourself off the stage like what did you love to enjoy when you're not doing music or anything like that so when i'm not quarantined <laughs> when i'm not inside um i i really love to just spend time with the people in my life i'm i'm a very it's funny i'm like a social introvert i like to create and be alone and you know spend time in my studio but i also love to just connect with people and um be with people at concerts and go to dinner um i love I love going out for drinks and just laughing and I love playing games and um just being silly and playful. I feel like a lot of adults, you know, when they get older and older, they lose their sense of play. Mm-hmm. Um and so yeah, I just I just like being really goofy and silly and enjoying time with my friends. Well, that's great. Well, you according to your bio that you actually did appeared in two episodes of one of my favorite shows, Glee. How did you got yeah. how did you got that opportunity to appear at like a, such a popular show? Well, that was a really wonderful opportunity. Um and I feel really really blessed to have you know these these opportunities in LA and kind of being connected with different people in the industry has been so amazing. Um I would have never gotten that gig had it not been through like a word of mouth word of mouth situation, you know, like I played with this one bassist for a gig and then I collaborated with this other guitar player and um then, you know, they were on Glee and then they passed my info along to the the musical casting director. And now I have a long-standing relationship with her and I've done, you know, several different different things with her. Um and it's just about I think it's just about cultivating relationships. Mm-hmm. Um and being your authentic self is is really the way that I feel like anybody gets gigs hopefully. It's like just hey, this person's really talented, really fun and cool. You should work with them and I was I was lucky to have, you know, people in my corner. And yeah, I actually had to look back in my mind cuz I think I remember you see I seen you on that show. <laughs> That's funny. Cuz it was really brief, really brief. Yeah, see so your little little short little cameo with the camera was pointing supposed to be pointing to the singer, but you actually see a little bit of you behind. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I stole I stole the spotlight from Leah Michelle. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, oh my god, that was her. <laughs> Yeah, that was totally me. <laughs> yeah, it was fun cuz it was like we weren't the main focus obviously. You know, we're we're in the band. It was for the song Torn and I was playing guitar for that and then it was for the the song Baby Got Back and I was playing banjo for that. Oh my god, that's I remember seeing that one. <laughs> and yeah, that one was so fun. That was probably my favorite shoot because it was just a bunch of people dancing in an auditorium and It was just a great it was a really great day. <laughs> it was really cool. Well, us French sisters, we are a bunch of gearheads, I would say. <laughs> nice. I love it. I love it. So, can you like tell us a little bit about your go-to rig? 
yeah, definitely. That I will. I mean, you'll have to stop me from talking too long because I could go on and on for hours. Hey, go ahead. Um, <laughs> so I usually my go-to situation is I have a, a pedal board that I, you know, put together myself, and I do a lot of looping with my with my Boss Looper, my RC30. <laughs> Um, I also have, you know, my my OCD, the go-to pedal there. I have freeze pedal, which freezes chords, um, and I have a wah. Um, so I have this this funny this fun pedal board that I use that I, that usually goes into my acoustic chorus AC60. Um, and the the reason I use the acoustic one is because I like to switch out between electric banjo, mandolin really quickly through my pedal board, and it's just an all around like Swiss Army amp. It can it can sound electric, it can sound acoustic. It's just fantastic. Hmm. Um, my guitars that I use, uh, I, my main baby is my Gibson SD, hmm. my Songwriter Deluxe. That's probably the main guitar I use. Um, and then I have a Gretsch uh, electric that I play. I have an Epiphone mandolin, um, and then I have this beautiful banjo that I found at a used music store that is completely Frankenstein together um, of different parts. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and it's a lot of schlepping. It's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of carrying. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you tell? Um anyone like a, an advice for other artists that is coming up on how to navigate in this music business especially us as women that's dealing yeah. with this that's a really really good question and a really important one um i think it comes back to being your true self i think you know there have been many many years that i felt really defeated by the industry as a queer female um, and I do feel like things are shifting and it's more acceptable, if not more exciting for diversity, for queer people, for people of color. I think that the industry is slowly starting to be more um, aware of these artists, these really incredibly talented artists mm -hmm. that are on the outside. And I think what it is is just like being not being afraid to be your true weird you know your true weirdo mm -hmm. unlock the door to the true weirdo that's what i say yay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the, to the freaks the weirdos the uniqueness unicorns i was actually will say <laughs> yes yes cheers to that dude cheers i'll drink to that yeah i'm gonna take a quick drink on that one too Yes. <laughs> well, can you tell everybody um, where they can follow you on social media? Yeah, so you can follow me at Abby Posner Music. Um, it's actually Abby Posner Official on Instagram. Um, and also Abby Posner Music on Twitter, Abby Posner Music on Facebook. Um, mostly if you just go to Abby Posner or abbyinthemyth.com, it'll lead you to all the social networks. So. I would do that. And then all my music is on the website, on Bandcamp, Spotify, all of that. Well, thank you so much for joining in with us. We really appreciate you, especially with the quarantine and the coronavirus da, 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 going da, on. Da, da. <laughs> yes, it was like that. It's so scary word. <laughs> but, it is a scary word. It sounds like a cobra snake or something. Oh, God, like, I like snakes too. <laughs> 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 well there you have it ladies and gents I'd like to thank Abby Posner for joining in with us and 
giving her a little bit of story to get to know her as an artist and finally remember seeing her on that episode with the baby got back episode (laughs) (laughs) so funny yeah you can see me way in the background It's, it's awesome you can just see me holding a little tiny banjo in the very back of that if you look it up on youtube baby got back glee (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, we will put that in the show notes. We're going to see that and just see everybody is like, oh, she's on the Glee. Baby got back. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> well, I'm Sean, Shawnee, Sean Marshall. And thank you guys for listening and hope to see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Hey, Riff Girl. What's our Riff today? Let's give a little something what you're about to play. Hey! If you want to learn more about this lick, hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Fret Sisters or email us at Fret Sisters Music at gmail.com. Peace and love.